Hello and welcome to the Balanced Wealth Podcast. My name is Gavin DeStasi, and on today's episode, we're going to talk about California Proposition 19, what it is, what it does, and how it might affect us going forward. In the November elections last year, for those of us living in California, there was a proposition on the ballot, Proposition 19, which wasn't talked about all that much and for most of us sort of flew under the radar. It's completely understandable considering how large the presidential election loomed, as well as the importance of House and Senate races, which would ultimately determine majority control in Congress. But despite its relatively low profile, Proposition 19 has some major financial implications for California homeowners and the children or grandchildren of California homeowners, which are important to understand now that the implementation date is fast approaching. In fact, I feel a little bit remiss in my duty to stay on top of these things, as I too am guilty of having been super focused on the other more high profile election outcomes. But now that the new president, vice president, and senators from Georgia have all been sworn in, and I've had some time to dig into the details of Prop 19, I felt it was necessary to discuss them in this forum, even if the hour is getting late to actually do something about it, if that's your goal. So what is Proposition 19? Well, technically, it's the home protection for seniors, severely disabled families and victims of wildfire or natural disasters act. A constitutional amendment intended to limit people who inherit family properties from keeping the low property tax base unless they use the home as their primary residence. But it also allows homeowners who are over 55 years of age, disabled or victims of wildfire or natural disaster to transfer their assessed value of their primary home to a newly purchased or newly constructed replacement primary residence. Essentially, the new law will create changes to two existing statewide property tax savings programs. One, it will replace Proposition 58 and Proposition 193 by limiting parent and child transfer and grandparent to grandchild transfer exclusions. Second, it will replace Proposition 60 and Proposition 90 by expanding senior replacement home transfers. So let's start with the changes to parent and child and grandparent to grandchild transfer exclusions. Current laws allow parents and grandparents to pass on the existing assessed values of their primary residence with no limit and other properties up to $1 million in assessed values without reassessment for property tax purposes. Going forward under Proposition 19, however, these programs will be limited with fewer tax savings opportunities. Under current law, parents can transfer to their children and grandparents to their grandchildren if the children are deceased, the ownership to their primary residence no matter the value and the property will not be reassessed for property tax purposes. The children or grandchildren do not need to inhabit the property as their primary residence for this exemption for reassessment. Additionally, they can transfer any real property other than their primary residence, so vacation homes, rental property, etc., and the property will not be reassessed up to a lifetime limit of $1 million in assessed value. Starting on February 16th of this year, when the section of Proposition 19 takes effect that affects this, for the transfer of their primary residence, the exclusion is now changing from no value limit to $1 million in assessed value, so any amount above $1 million that the property is worth will be reassessed for property tax purposes. Also, to qualify for any exclusion, the property must be inhabited by the transferee as their primary residence as well to qualify. Additionally, the $1 million exclusion for other property, vacation homes, rental properties, etc., has been completely eliminated. 
So let's look at a quick example of how things are going to change. Let's say my parents bought a house in Berkeley in 1980 for $100,000. At that time, they were assessed on the then current value of $100,000 and they pay about $1,250 per year in property taxes. The property is now worth $2 million. Because of the annual Proposition 13 rules, the assessed value goes up roughly 2% a year. So now, even though the property is worth $2 million, it is only assessed at $200,000 for property tax purposes, which means that they pay roughly $2,500 a year in taxes. Let's assume they now gift me the property or they pass away and leave it to me as my inheritance. As long as I file a timely claim for reassessment exclusion, under current law, I get to keep the $200,000 assessed value and my property taxes stay at $2,500 per year, even if I don't live in the house. Starting February 16th, when this section of Proposition 19 takes effect, in that same scenario, since the limit on the exclusion is $1 million, once the property is transferred to me, I will be reassessed on the amount over $1 million. Well, really the calculation is slightly more confusing, but the upshot is that my new assessed value for property tax purposes is a million dollars, not $200,000, which means my property taxes going forward will be roughly $12,500 per year instead of $2,500 under the current law. In addition, I will need to take the property as my primary residence because if I don't, the entire property will be reassessed. That would bring the assessed value to the current market value of $2 million resulting in annual property taxes of $25,000. So wow, that's a big difference. And the question naturally comes, well, why did we all vote for this then? I think the answer is that while the rules for parent-child transfers became significantly more stringent, the second part of the law actually relaxed the restrictions on property tax-based transfers for people over 55, the disabled, or victims of fire or other natural disasters when they move from one primary residence to another, which current homeowners probably found compelling. So let's talk about that for a minute. Current laws allow seniors over 55 years old to transfer the taxable value of their existing home to their new replacement home so long as the market value of the new home is equal to or less than the existing home's value. The program was also limited to once in a lifetime with additional restrictions where the replacement home is located. Usually it had to be within the same county or within some counties that allowed for reciprocity. Starting on April 1st of this year, when this section of Proposition 19 takes effect, these programs will be expanded with more flexibilities. It will still only apply to principal residences and the new home must be purchased or constructed within two years of the sale of the old one. But under the new law, the new home can be anywhere in California and instead of only being able to transfer the assessed value once in your lifetime, you can now transfer it three times. Additionally, the rule that the replacement home must be of equal or lesser value has been changed, and under Prop 19, even if you upsize to a more expensive home rather than downsize to a smaller one, you'll be able to transfer some of the property tax base to the new home. The way this works when upsizing is the new home will be reassessed on the amount over the sale value of the current home and added to the assessed value of the old home. So here's an example of how this works. Let's say a husband and wife bought a home in Alameda in 1980 for $200,000. 
Today the property is worth $1.2 million, but the assessed value is only about $400,000 and they currently pay property taxes of roughly $5,000 a year. After April 1st, 2021, they sell the home and buy a new home in San Diego to be closer to their daughter for $1.7 million. Under the new law, they get to keep their $400,000 assessed value, but get reassessed on the amount over the value of the old home, so $500,000. That means the new assessed value for property taxes is $900,000 instead of the entire $1.7 million value of the new home. Thus, they will pay roughly $11,250 per year in taxes, which is obviously much higher than the $5,000 they were paying on the house in Alameda, but much lower than the $21,250 per year they would have been paying had they not received that exclusion. Whew, okay, as you can see, Proposition 19 is a significant piece of legislation and one that could have a major impact on California homeowners and their heirs. If you're someone who's thinking about how best to position yourself or your family due to the new law, it is imperative to talk to an attorney and CPA about the potential ramifications of any actions. While we've discussed the major points of the legislation here today, there are other significant considerations to any decisions on this, not least of which is the impact of capital gains taxes and the potential step up in tax bases at death. These issues are beyond the scope of today's podcast, but are important and just underscore the need to make sure you're working with all of the proper professionals when considering these issues. One other important thing to note on timing, which was explained by the Alameda County Assessor on a recent webinar I attended on the subject recently, the first part of this law takes effect on February 16th. So any action on that front needs to be completed by then, but February 12th and 15th are holidays so the county offices will be closed and no business will be processed. As with all things when dealing with local bureaucracy, getting it done earlier than later is best, which obviously will be easier said than done with so little time left to go. Opinions expressed in this program are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security. It is only intended to provide education about the financial industry. This program should not be construed as financial, legal, or estate planning advice. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Please remember investing involves risk and possible loss of principal capital and seek advice from a licensed professional. Topel and Stasi Wealth Management LLC is a registered investment advisor. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where Topel and Stasi Wealth Management LLC and its representatives are properly licensed or exempt from licensure. No advice may be rendered by Topel and Stasi Wealth Management LLC unless a client service agreement is in place.